What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Thinking Project. It's your host, Dalton Jensen. Happy Friday. Hope you guys have enjoyed your week. Two things before we dive into this amazing episode. One, make sure you're following me on social media, at Dalton K. Jensen. You can do that on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of that good stuff. The Facebook group, The Thinking Project, is available on Facebook, so you can join that community. There's about 500 people in there that we would love to have you. Second, if you're a business owner and want to talk strategy, sales, finance, all of that good stuff, or if you're a sales consultant or 1099 employee and you want to talk sales, business, and finance, join my Empathetic Selling Mastermind group. Uh, This is a great way to connect with other business owners and to sharpen your skills. So you can do that at empatheticselling.com. That link will be in the description below. And without further ado, let me introduce J.D. Allen, who is a filmmaker and entrepreneur right here in Utah. He's got a movie coming out soon. He's working on a few movies. He's had a few movies in the past. Uh, And he's in a great... He's in a great space. He is a genuine, awesome human being, and I can't wait for you to meet him. So with all that being said, make sure that you share this with your friends. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome, J.D. Allen. Okay, well, now we're going. What's up, JD? What's going on, <laughs> round, round two? Absolutely, guys. brother. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoy your water. But oh, yeah. um, Look at that. Liquid Death. Liquid, liquid death. death. I love the name. <laughs> the name is dope. And I love, uh, I talked about this before, like when we've had them, but uh, it's just a cool brand, a way to like brand yourself. Like, because water tastes the same. Like, if we put four waters in mm-hmm. and then tell it, like, it probably wouldn't be able to taste the difference, right? But it's just a cool way to brand yourself. But but kind of like what you guys have going on. You got a dope brand. You've been doing a lot of cool stuff uh, for the community. A lot of cool stuff coming coming up. Algea is coming in, right? Is that out already or? It's not. We actually have um, one more weekend to shoot. So I'm thinking like two days, two more days to shoot. Whoa. Up. Yeah, but back to this. It's, <laughs> it's all about branding and expanding, man. Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. Brand and expand. Like, for yeah. real. Tell, tell, tell me your story with brand and expand um brandon wow so actually i it's funny because i got the name inglewood from um when i was with cincinnati Bengals in the 04 and they used to call me inglewood on the field and that kind of stuck with me because um i got into music i used to tell stories through my music and i went by inglewood then um i love telling stories but i hated performing so <laughs> um i got into film interesting and then created inglewood films and i told my stories through film yeah absolutely yeah so that's how inglewood was branded that's awesome man um so that's interesting so you you play football for the bengals you tell your story through music but you didn't like performing tell me what that was like oh no i hate it really i I don't like being in front of the camera oh really (laughs) we got two we got one yeah i don't like being in front of the camera so i'm like I'm always like, I like to stand low key, you know, even in my field, like, you know, I can't really, but yeah, I, I honestly love staying low yeah. key. And, um, so performing and, you know, in big crowds and stuff like that, man. Yeah. I used to get nervous, <laughs> Wow, but I getting them stories. I was like super important to me even back then. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, how many songs did you release when you were doing hip hop? How many? <laughs> A lot, man. Actually, I yeah. did like two albums. Like, oh wow, mixtape. Yeah, um, this one I used to work with my boy, um, um, Royce Music. He just goes by Kurt Banks back 
um, now, but um, I used to do music with Kurt back in the day. And that's how I met a lot of um, people that I roll with now as far as making making these films. Through wow. music, man. Music is um, a way of telling stories as well. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So I met a lot of people through music. Um, my boy JP. Yeah. You know, like he's a good dude in the community right now doing a lot of good stuff. I met him through music. Uh, my brother Damar. Yeah. Um, Chappelle. Man, a lot of people. Man. Yeah. And, and Utah has this underrated like hip hop scene music as a whole but like I, i've interviewed a lot of like um hip-hop artists yeah. that are here because of, of dre and uh and there's just so much awesome talent like it's so amazing like every time i see one of these performers and i'm like why hasn't the world heard about you and i mean that genuinely like yeah. that's crazy or like you know I'm, I'm looking at algia films and i'm seeing your vlogs and everything and i'm like how like is it just a utah thing or like if we were anywhere else would you know what i mean like I love Utah because it's so talented, but then I'm like, if this was somewhere else, would it be, or what do you, th- I don't know, right. what do you think, man? Um, I don't know. Honestly, you just got to keep working no matter where yeah. you're at. Like, yeah. So that's me. I just head down low and just keep working. I don't worry about none of that stuff. Yeah. Like when it's, it's going to come when it's supposed to, whatever it is, it's going to come when it's supposed to. I like that. Yeah. So I'm not doing it for, for money or anything. So yeah. that, that's the difference between, you know, what we're doing. We're doing it because. We want to tell these stories and get out there. Then eventually, all the opportunity will come. Yeah, start chasing me. So yeah, I know that I'm not <laughs> yeah. even worried about it. Wow, that I like that mentality because it's something important to have. You know, it's something important that you just keep grinding, and it's more about like the habits that you're building and the process that you're building. Wow, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah. Habits, man. Um, I, I talk a lot about habits because we, you know, we have bad habits, and um, the feature film Algia is. It, it touches on our bad habits and what we're used to doing because the way we were taught and how we grew up. Um, so habits is everything. I try to, you know, teach my kids, like just waking up and doing the littlest thing every single day, teaching them good habits like now and then because it's so easy for us to get used to bad habits and oh, the bad yeah. habits turn into something, you know, yeah. much, much worse. So Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's funny, like, it bad habits and and it's not like bad habits necessarily turn they certainly can but like it doesn't necessarily turn like really crazy maybe like addiction or something like that but bad habits turn into like complacency yeah they turn into like just being comfortable with the yeah. status quo laziness and yeah 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 laziness yeah. <laughs> man kids nowadays are so lazy it's, it's so yeah well and and I like that you say that com- because coming from your experience I mean made it all the way to the NFL. And you don't do that with bad habits. You don't do that with laziness. Yeah. So I have a um, 10-year-old. He wants to go to the NFL bad. Like, that's okay. his dream. And he's better than me. Like, for <laughs> real, he's better than me right now. <laughs> but I'm trying to teach him, like, uh, my mindset um, when I was his age, you know, like, I had it on my own. Like, I have the mm. mindset that I have now where I wanted it so bad, I was obsessed with it. And I try to teach him, like, if you want, want this, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I want to do this. Then you on Fortnite for <laughs> six hours. Like, no, that's not how it works. Right. So, yeah, right. so I'm, I'm trying to teach, teach, teach him the right mindset. You got to have the right mindset. If you want to go to the NFL, no matter how good you are or how much talent you have, it doesn't matter if you have a shitty mindset. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, and, and, and it's just habits, right? Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with playing Fortnite, but if you have dreams for the NFL, yeah, is that the is that the best exactly. habit to be building for yeah. for your dreams? 
Yep, exactly. <laughs> you got to put that work in. You could play. Of course, you a kid, you know, but yeah. same time, when I be like, hey, you want to work out with me? If you go, ah, man, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Like, no, you don't want it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, then, nah, yeah. I, I work out by myself. <laughs> right. Outside, you know, so, like. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that brings up an interesting topic. And I think, I think it's fun to just talk to you about this um, because I'm kind of conflicted. Like, do you, are there times, like, in your professional career where you where you didn't necessarily want to do something, but you like went through the motions. Like you were like, all right, look, I, I, I don't necessarily want to work out, but I'm going to go and I'm going to like, almost like go through the motions. Like, I feel like there's, there might be some value in that, but maybe not. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> conflicted because it's like, yeah. you know, cause you hear like, don't go through the motions, like actually be intentional about what you're doing. But sometimes it's like, maybe that's, maybe that's all I got right now. Wow. No, I was always, um, always had a goal always had a mission growing up okay um so i made the i made the choices that i made because i wanted to go to the league and so i was very focused yeah and um determined so i i used to love working out i used to love just love just so, loved working out yeah it, it was when i got the byu you know it was a little different but you know, I still <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about that because you're from you're from Southern California. I'm from Inglewood. Yeah. Inglewood. Yeah. From Inglewood, California. Okay. So coming to BYU, that was that know. was just like a culture shock, right? Yeah. Like the football part of it was, man, it was dope. Like when I was on the football field, it was dope. Like it was mm -hmm. tight. You know, I was a, um, a lot of the kids' favorite player, and mm -hmm. you know, so that felt good. But yeah. Outside of football, like it was a different. Yeah. Yeah. It was tell me yeah. about tell me about some of your first weeks at BYU and what what the hardest thing to overcome or like just a, not overcome but like adjust to. Really? Yeah. 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 Wait, sure. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. We oh, don't. Man. You can do whatever you okay. want on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So when you I get first, help, it's called the thinking project, so that right. we think about it. You know what I mean? Nah. Cool. I got you. Okay. So when I first got out here, man, it was like it was the most racist shit that I um wow that I face um. I had a roommate, Ray Brathwaite. They used to always ask if we were brothers or if they could touch our hair. Um, Whoa. Um, I've been called the nigger, like um, cars driving by a couple times. Whoa. Yeah, so it was like, man. That's crazy. It was, yeah, it was, it was um, my first year, it was depressing because, you know. Yeah, you're just going through really, all this hate. Yeah, I, I didn't really know about the Mormon religion that much. And um, you in know. your first experience as BYU and everybody yeah. being super racist. Yeah, man, Gosh, it was weird man. just because yeah. I'm from I'm from Cali and yeah. it's so diverse. Like you go over to the next next city, you have the Mexicans over here, you have Asians, you have you know it was yeah everybody's everything. yeah so, every, all together. So yeah. so that's what I'm used to. So when I came out here, yeah, it was oh, um, goodness. <laughs> it was yeah. I remember um, locking my keys in the car. And a Mormon couple, I could tell, yeah, it was like, oh, that's why we don't like your kind out here. Stop stealing. And I was like, no oh, shit. Yeah. I, I, so I was in shock. I, would, I, I was in shock. Pissed. No, no. Yeah. I was in shock just because, you know, I wasn't used to it. Yeah. And um, I had a white, uh, a white girl, she was like with us and she's the one that got pissed and she like went off. And I was just like, damn. Like damn, this like this shit really does happen like yeah. on TV. Wow! So that dude. was my experience when I like got to Provo. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, I can't even imagine that. It, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm Polynesian, but I don't I don't necessarily look Polynesian. Mm -hmm. But like I also, but you I don't look, look mix. Yeah, but I don't look like my mom though. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I would get like I I would look. My dad is super white Russian. My mom, but they okay, met at BYU, <laughs> yeah, <I see laughs> right? That. And uh, 
so like yeah i mean i i would i would kind of hear that and like my grandpa is is hawaiian and, and polynesian and so but we grew up in iowa yeah. and so like i don't know i just never i never but i did experience it like when i would come out here with like my mom or my grandma or my uh grandpa right and they and i would and i would just be like i would be really confused yeah. and i was just i was like this is crazy yeah it was different <laughs> yeah was that different. is different so the first year man it was like i was i was like she's Dang. Then I was hurt. Yeah. I used to take cortisone shots um before every game. Oh wow. Um so on dealing with everything else than that. Uh Yeah, <laughs> that would be a lot like mentally. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. So I actually had a um a guy who um transferred to BYU. He came from Cali from you know, South Central where I was from, and he after 2 weeks he went back home. He had a full scholarship, full ride. We was going to be on BYU. TV. Yeah, we was going to be on TV probably like 7 times that year. Wow. He went back home. Went he to was like, I don't college. give a shit. Yeah, he couldn't do it. Yeah, he was like, I'm out. He was he was tight too. Yeah, man. So it it was hard, but you know. So so now, you know, looking back on that now, I I can't even imagine how hard it would have been going through that. But you you go to the NFL. Now you're like a an awesome filmmaker, very very well off and established. Like, what were some of the lessons that you learned from that? And, like, how did you – was there any growth during that period? Oh, or? yeah. Tons of growth. Um, Actually, around that time, that that's when I stopped watching the news because I, you know, that's, like <laughs> – it, it was all, like, fake to me. Like, everything was just fake and, you yeah, know. Yeah, so, well, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a lot was, of people I mean, are realizing now that the news is <laughs> – So, around that time, around, like, 2004, that's when I stopped watching the news because, you know, they, they even put me on the – on the news you know to to be this other character and i was like what in the world yeah yeah it was so yeah that's that's Jeez. around that's around the time i started watching the news so i, I don't even watch the news to this day yeah i, I don't know, I, let, I let people update me on what's going on yeah or like you, you just follow people <laughs> yeah. that you trust yeah that's yep. what i do i follow people that i trust and See? if they say something then i'm like all right then I'm, if they hit their twitter account then i all right i'll you know yep. what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but I, I learned a lot. I, I grew a lot. Um, I was 19 at the time, too, yeah. you know, so I was, like, fairly young. Um, yeah. But I, I grew a lot. Yeah. Um, but I met a lot of awesome people. Not saying everybody was just, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. but it, it was um it was just awkward for me. But I, I met a lot of um cool people that I still talk to um, oh, to yeah. this day. You yeah. Know? So, so. Now I just now I'm just curious because I heard I heard you on Dre's podcast. You go to BYU, and when you said that you went to BYU, I just like I've never I've had people I know like play at BYU, but the people I knew who play at BYU, like I I didn't like BYU. Mm. I, I like and I'm I'm LDS, and I went to like a couple church schools. Uh-huh. I hated it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Is not the same because I mean, if you're outside of the state. Everything is different. Like even in Iowa, I, I wow. it was more diverse than Utah. I mean, we're in the Midwest, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. But what made you pick BYU out of all the places you could have gone? Tore my ACL. So okay. I had to. I had to take the scholarship to BYU. Okay. I tore my ACL. So okay. Yeah, that's what. That's why I ended up in Utah. Okay. Which is like life is crazy. Life always happens the way it's supposed to. If I didn't tear my ACL. I wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have been filming. I wouldn't, wouldn't have had the kids that I have now. You know what I'm saying? So everything happened the way it's supposed to. You just got to play it out. And you know what? I like that you say it like that. Everything happened the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Because, and I'm going to take a side track really fast because one of my favorite books 
is everything happens for a reason and other lives I've loved. Mm -hmm. And, but the main point of the book is, is what you said is like, it, it, everything happens the way that it's supposed to happen, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and when you look at it like that and maybe not for a reason, but the way that it was supposed to go down, um, you're just like better off, you know, like we forgot a couple of things setting up for the podcast and I'm just like, right, we just got to roll with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to have a great interview. I'm going to, it's like we get caught up in so much of the little stuff, but like <laughs> every time I forget something, like I was mentioned before this podcast, I was like, there's never, there, it wouldn't be a thinking project podcast if Dalton didn't forget one thing. That's right. But it's like, but we're going to sit down and have an amazing conversation with an amazing human being. Like, why are we tripping over one thing? Let's just run it how we got it. <laughs> that, that's, that's production. And that's exactly what happens on our sets. Like really? <laughs> everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything can't go perfectly. Yeah. Like that's impossible. So, yeah. you know, so, so roll with it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you, you end up in, in BYU, you go, you go play for the Bengals. You realize that hip hop isn't, you know, you don't like being on stage. So you go to music, but out, out of, or excuse me, you go to film. So out of all the things you could have done outside of music to tell a story, why did you pick film? Wow. Just because, um, honestly, I was watching a, a film one day and it was a, it was a shitty movie for real. <laughs> and it was, like it was that. a red box movie. And I was like, oh, Dang, right. <laughs> yeah, it was a red box movie. Something about like when they get, um, they get stuck on a, um, on a, a ski lift or something like that. Like they're okay. frozen or something. I okay. forgot the name of it, <laughs> but thank you. Whatever the name of that film. Thank you. Because you know, yeah. <laughs> Cause you were like motivated me. You were yeah. like, this is a terrible movie. I could yeah. do it better. Yeah. <laughs> and no, then, but it, you know, they finished it. It's hard yeah. to finish a movie. They finished it. But I was, yeah. I was just like, man, I think I could do this. Yeah. I, think I could make a movie. That's how I got it. That's when the idea. You were like, me. you're like, I can tell stories through, through yeah. movies. Yeah. I because, love it. Yeah. Because I used to edit. So I used to always edit because i love football so much and that's I right to, I, yes yeah okay. used you used to, to edit your uh yeah. your teammates highlight yep. films in college yep. or high, high school. school yep but you know i didn't think about it you know sure, i was sure. just We're like just having fun. i'm going to leave bro like i'm about to be rich <laughs> i ain't tripping you know so yeah. i used to just love making the highlight tapes and i man i used to take my time on it like yeah. you know put my all into it because man it was beautiful you know yeah. when i finished it put the add the music in uh-huh. with the playstation <laughs> I don't know. I don't even I know how. I like, I don't, bro. I used to just try stuff when I was, you know. I love that. Yeah, dude. I used to just try shit because it was before YouTube, and yeah, I inserted music through a PlayStation One. Um, Whoa. VCRs. Yeah, yeah that's, VCRs, and that's yes. how I used to make highlights. <laughs> and um, so I did that, and and then I used to carry a college uh, a camera around when I was in college, mm-hmm. when I was in junior college, because I went to a junior college for one year. And then uh, my boys used to be like, what the hell, yo, nerd? They're like, what you doing with a camera, bro? Like, I used to film stuff all the time. And uh-huh. I was like, damn, you, you're right. What the hell am I doing? You know? Dang it. Hey, but the same homie, he, he, hey, JD, I got a script idea, bro. I got a, you know, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, he now he's an idea. You know what I mean? The same dude that I used to that clown dude. me. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes full circle, right? Yeah. Wow, man. That's awesome. I, I want to kind of go back to this because I feel like you have an amazing story about overcoming like adversity in life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, just to kind of go over that, you get to the NFL and was it the same injury that, that prevented you from going further into the NFL? Oh, no, it was um, like the whole BYU situation. Um, Okay. I left after my junior year. I was supposed to play one more year and get drafted and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I ended up going early. uh, Well, leaving BYU early. Um, because it was a lot going on at BYU. Yeah. So I left early, which 
which was late for NFL camp. So I missed like um, training camp and stuff. I was the last person to sign. And I was the youngest per- um, player on the team at the time. And yeah, it was just, you know, the timing mm-hmm. was my time. And I yeah. felt it like I was out there balling just like I, you know, been doing my whole life. But I just felt it. I wasn't even, you know, I was this, how old was I at the time? I think 21, just turned 22. Mm. Just signed this contract, you know, with all this money. I wasn't even happy. It was weird. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Bro, yeah, yep. I mean, you think that you would. And, and so, uh, I mean, I'll be transparent. Like, I've never had an experience like that where, like, you all of your dreams come true. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting at the Cincinnati Bengals with a Crazy. huge contract and money. And, and you're, in your words... It it you didn't feel happy. Yeah. Why do you think weird. that was? I mean, what do you? Think? Oh, because oh the um the whole BYU situation um where I had to leave BYU. Okay. And, then, um, and it's just and the BYU situation was just everything that we had talked about before. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> as much or as little as you like, dude. Like I I tell people like don't get uncomfortable. But oh no, I'm, as, I'm good. No, yeah. I mean yeah. Um, pretty pretty much what happened was um a girl basically said she was sexually assaulted. Oh, and no. that was that year. Yeah, it was like seven players that got um oh no they got suspended or whatnot. But like it was a lie, you know. Yeah, she yeah. just didn't want to get in trouble. She didn't want to get in trouble, and basically, oh no. Yeah, they platter. That's what I'm saying. Like they so they put me and my um roommate name all over the news. Oh no. Make it out to be you know like see black people are <sighs> yeah. rapists. Oh my that was gosh. the you know and it's just like dude i was raised by my mother my grandmother my sister yeah like what, like, well, lo- like what the like, hell are you, you know talking about and, yeah um i still had to go to school through, through all this you know through this whole process and it was the most yeah it was the, the hardest situation ever to you know wow. where people just even in class they're talking about it you know yeah and it's just like dude i'm right here with a hoodie on just yeah like dude y'all are like just this crazy. is bananas. Yeah, yeah it was, so it was a crazy time for me. So I ended up signing with Cincinnati um, um, after that season um, instead of, you know, playing my senior year, of course. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I said, timing. Timing yeah. is everything. And my time for as far as the NFL, like that just wasn't, I don't think that that wasn't the role for me. Wow. Even though I got there, but yeah. you know, I didn't stay long. And then it it. Pretty much felt like I let everybody like my everybody down because all my co- little cousins looked up to me, you know. Yeah. Everybody looked up to me. Felt like I let my mom down, of course. Oh no. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, because I knew if I made it, then that'd motivate all my family to you know get out the situation they're in and make it too. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but so so so. Gosh, that's such a crazy story, dude. And it's such yeah. a. It just blows my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude! How can people do that? Like, I, I, I meet people like you, and I'm like, I have faith in humanity. And then I hear stories like that, and I'm like, I don't oh, know. Man. Yeah. So, I, I have real bad trust issues. Like, when it uh, comes yeah, to people. I, absolutely. Um, so as a minority, like you know, athlete, um, they told us, you know, we could confide in, you know, just like the Mormon religion, like they have their bishop that they sure. can talk to, and they keep it within them. And um, my roommate, yeah, he had confided in, you know, somebody that we were supposed to be able to talk to. And, you know, they told on us, like they told on him and and we just like, wait, what the? Yeah, what the? Like, that's okay. That's. Yeah. Yeah, You're going to play us like (laughs) that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was a whole. It was weird just because, you know. So what were some of like the. (laughs) Yeah. So like what were some because you're because you're you're good. I mean, we're sitting in your wife's business. 
Mm-hmm. You told me that, right? Yep. Synergy Family Service. Syn- Synergy Family Services. Uh-huh. And uh, and now you're, I mean, you're Inglewood Films. We're sitting in, we're sitting in a business. Like you're, you're doing very, fairly well, like really well, mm-hmm. right? Um, what were some of the tools that you used to like, cause that dude, I can't even imagine that. Like, what were some of the tools like, like how did you not get bitter and pissed at everybody? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Bro, just because you have to, um, you have to use pain mm. for strength, bro. Okay. Like, man, you got to use pain for strength. And it sometimes like, you know, it could break you like stuff could break you easily. You know yeah. what I mean? You could just put your head down and quit or you could just use that. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's all right. about mindset. Like you could use that and just want more. Be like, okay, I'll show you. Even if I hear like, you know, someone talking mess or, you know, this yeah. or that, like I would use that, not in a negative way, but I'd be like, okay. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's absolutely. You, yeah, it, it, it's all about mindset, man. I love um <clears throat> I love the stoic philosophy and, and how the 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 analogy they use to describe what you're talking about is like yeah. Any like anything that gets thrown into the fire is fuel for the fire. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like whatever happens, like whatever gets dumped in there is only going <laughs> to, oh, you know, it only continues to burn. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and fire is a weird like symbol to use because it can mean a lot of things. But in this case, fire is power. Right. So anything that gets thrown into our lives is only fuel for that power that we have to continue and, and the experiences that we have. So that's a really beautiful way to look at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pain, <laughs> pain definitely makes you grow. Uh, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like I, I'm trying to get my son's mindsets right because yeah. you know kids are so weak nowadays. So. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's, you're not lying. Man. I look man. at. So, I was just at. My wife gets mad at me when I say stuff like that. I'm like, you know why these kids are say, running around See? doing that? I'm like, because one of my mottos in life too is like, it's <laughs> there's something sacred about getting your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I played football. Did not. I mean, I just through high school, um, and I wrestled and things like that. But like. When you go to a practice and, you, you know, you just get leveled, like that practice just kicks your ass. I mean, you walk, you walk away like, all right, what are we going to do back to the drawing board? Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so there's something sacred about that. And that's what I say. Like, pe- like you're, we're not losing enough. Like, we don't know how to lose enough. You know what I mean? Like, you got to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> like, people are like, like, I subscribe to the thought that, like, failure doesn't exist. Like, you uh-huh. only learn. But I was like, but failure isn't losing. Losing definitely exists. Man. <laughs> hey, that's funny you said that because my 10-year-old, 10, okay, he had this girlfriend. Okay. And he said, he said, Dad, my girlfriend broke up with me. <laughs> Bro, I started laughing so hard. And I was like, what? And then I was like, okay, I brought it back. Like, why? Yeah. Uh, well, she, she said that um, I was using her. And I was just like, <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> So, yeah, he, I was like, I, wow. I was just trying to teach him, man. Like, yeah. you know, stuff going to happen. Like, a lot of people going to leave your life. You know, yeah. you're going to feel like you lost them, but you didn't. Right. You know what I mean? Just just hearing that conversation, you know, just like, man. And, life, and man. Yeah, your vision at 10 is just so, yeah. like, you know, you got horse, like the horse binders on, right? They put the, and all you can see is this, You right? You can't see everything else. And, uh, wow. Funny. Yeah, man, that's bananas. But let's, all right, so let's. Let's talk about Algiers coming out soon. What I've seen the trailer for that. I think that's going to be awesome. Let me ask you this question because I like horror movies, mm-hmm. but like I'm not like a diehard horror movie fan. Like I have a diehard horror movie fan who just watches everything. And I'm like, some of the stuff he watches, I'm like, oh, dude, I can't watch that. Really? It's just hard for me, like personally. Like okay. I, I respect the art for sure, but it's like I've tried to watch like, um, 
dude, I probably even the the movies I watch probably aren't even like horror. They're like or like Saw or something like that. I'm just you don't like, like Saws. No, I'm like okay. ooh, it's too I'm gruesome. Like, yeah, I'm like gruesome movies. Who? Yeah, I go like okay. ooh, I don't know. Like I can do scary. All right, but like if you're like Saw or something like that, I'm like hmm. <laughs> that's gonna be a little. That's gonna be a little bit like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like when like the real. You know what I mean? Did you see the newest one? No, bro. <laughs> Is it good? Do you like? <laughs> no, I mean I love it because okay. it's it's so gruesome. <laughs> See, yeah, so you but definitely wouldn't. It's an yeah. acquired taste. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It is, and and so I'm curious what made you decide to make Algia the a horror movie. So for me, it's always it's always about telling um a story with a message. Like okay. every film I do, like it has a message behind it. And um Algia, like you think it's just horror or, or feels yeah. like it's just horror, but yeah. it's so much deeper. It has, it has a super deep message behind it. Um, talk about like our bad habits as mm. humans. Um, just deep, man. Um, yeah. When I started, I, I write it with um Shaina Creighton. Okay. Um, she's the co-writer. But um, when I started writing this and came up with it, it drained me because it was like the dialogue between the demon Algia and you know the character. It was so deep. And I want people to think. Yeah. Like, I want people to think about, you know, the, just the choices we make as yeah. people. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's pretty deep, man. Yeah. Um, it, it's basically about um, people that's on death row. And our government is secretly sending them to um, meet their demon, which is Algea. And it, you basically facing our demons. So yeah. it's all kind of messages behind Algeria. Wow. So it's not just yeah. a horror movie like you think. Right. So, okay. Yeah. yeah all right. Well, I'm definitely going to check it out. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Psychological <laughs> is, um, well, and that's why I like the, I respect the art. And that's why I said that, like, I respect the art of like the horror movie because from, from what I've watched, like, I'm also like a, I love, I love the symbolism and things. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I do understand like when you talk about like, or when they have movies and, and you, and you depict demons or like, um, or like the the villain and and in the movie like they try to like write the the villain or the demon like sympathetically like you almost feel like you feel for him right right and i you know like this happened on and this isn't like a horror movie but this i remember having this conversation on did you see cruella have you ever seen that movie um, so I started watching it. Okay, I finished it, it, it's it's cool because like they cruella is like this evil person who like does all the things but this movie like you really get to like understand who Cruella is. And that's why I loved it. Cause I was like, you, you don't know what people are going through that right. would make them like this. You know what I'm saying? There it is. Yes. And, yes. and I would get in arguments with people. They're like, Oh, this, this is like the occult or the devil, like in my, in my religion. Right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This is our life. You know what I mean? Like this is real. you meet people in your life who are like, you think they're, you think they're some kind of way, but you have no clue, like everything that's happened to them. And if you and if you could see someone's whole story, yeah. you probably wouldn't treat them the way the like absolutely. You probably wouldn't put on Facebook that they're the occult. <laughs> absolutely, and that's so. Um, going back to what I said, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, they try to you know pick different stories of us or people. Um, that's what I put you know in these films. Um, real messages because like we all are people and we yeah. all go through something no matter what it is. So it's talk talks about mental health, of course. Um, of course everything like everything and um it's dope like racial cool. issues mental health um postpartum depression um, oh yeah that's a big one you know what i mean like yeah. um yeah because dude social media is just like 
there's really good parts of it, but then there's parts of it that just like, like postpartum depression, like everybody <laughs> posts pictures of their babies. Like you're supposed to be happy, but like most women after they have a bit, like my, after my wife had our, our two children, you know, it was hard. Like it's hard for women. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And why don't we talk about that? It could be a lot. I'm not saying it could, we wipe it away, but you know, there is comfort in knowing that you're not the only one that feels a certain way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that, so that's what that. we do with Inglewood Films. Um, we, we tell these stories that, um, needs to be told. Yeah. Um, the shoebox. have you seen that yet? No. It's about PTSD. Oh, wow. It's on, it's on Tubi TV, um, Plex TV for free. So watch that. The shoebox. Okay. It's about PTSD. And it goes back into, you know. Oh, wait. I, I think I saw a trailer for that. When I was interviewing Damar, was yeah. Damar in that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I remember doing my research for Damar and I saw this video with him in it because he, he plays the guy in the army, right? Yeah. Okay, yep. okay, yep. okay. So he's, okay. he's one of the main characters. There's yeah. four main characters. So he's one of the main characters. Yeah. Like, it's, it's deep. It's about, um, you know, how PTSD could happen before you step on step foot, you know, yeah. in war. Right. Like it could happen when you're a child getting, you know, seeing your mom get abused your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> it, it it's can, for real, though. It yeah, It happen when, you know, you're a kid and you're getting bullied your whole life, you yeah. know, by everyone. Like yeah. PTSD could happen everywhere. So, that, yeah, that's why um, that's why I feel like I was supposed to tear my ACL in California that one day. You know, wow. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and and you never wish those upon anybody. But if it happens, but when it happens to you, something like that, I love your mindset and, and you're just like, we just got to make this work. All right, this is it. You know what I mean? This is the hand we're dealt and we're going to make the most out of it or whatever. Absolutely. Yep. That's you crazy. Yeah. Either you better sink or swim and, you know, <laughs> like I ain't trying yeah. to drown. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. So, so we were talking before this and I, because when we set this up, it felt like uh, another podcast that I, that I like to listen to every now and then. The young OG perspective. You said we had a lot to talk about. Do you know those guys at the young OG? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did an cool. interview with them before. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. I, I remember seeing that in their yeah, thing. Me and Pell. Okay, was cool. On it. Yeah, yeah. Me and Pell. Dude, you got to forgive me. Like, I say, oh, yeah. And it probably sounds like on these podcasts that he's like, oh, yeah, he's trying to save his ass. But like, <laughs> I got like mad ADHD and I forget things super quick. But like, see, when you were like shoebox, I was like, I don't remember that. But I remember watching Damar in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. With so, about soldiers. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, check it out, man. Two B T V for real. That's cool. And um, but yeah, so Zoe, he's actually the main char- character in um a film called Ultimate Sacrifice. Oh, that's coming up. You're raising money for that film. Yeah. Oh so wow. He's yeah, you asked me if I knew Zoe. Um, yeah, he's actually one of the main characters. I well, love he's those the guys. main character in um Ultimate Sacrifice. Dope, dope story. Another, wow, another dude. awesome story, man. And um, one thing about, you know, what we do, the team, uh, Musa Aiden, Damar Jones, uh, my wife, Mandy, mm-hmm. um, like, we just go all in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So uh, Chappelle, yeah, Chappelle Griggs, he's, a, he's directing um, Ultimate Sacrifice. And it's about, you know, <clears throat> what, exactly what we were talking about, how okay. you don't know what people is going through. And this guy... He's a good, good dude, Zoe. He's a good dude, and he's he has to make the ultimate sacrifice to save his, you know, his wife. Mm. And yeah, it's a pretty, pretty dope story, man. I'm excited. That's so to, cool. I'm excited to get that one done. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so when is the official date to release Algia? You got a couple more days of filming. Um, so after <clears throat> I'm planning on shooting, uh, finishing it, finishing it up next month, and then after that, I'm going into. I think I'll be in post production for three months. Okay. I, yeah, because I do the editing. Um, 
my boy Tarek, he's going to do the visual effects. Um, I do a little bit of it, but he's the he's the um, pro pro. And then I have um, people go to work on the music. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Get everything, you know. Make it all make in. the story fit. Right. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. You know, what's funny is like there's so much that goes into a movie that people who don't understand like and I don't understand it fully, like probably not as much as you do. Right. Uh, definitely not as much as you do. But it's so funny, like we, the things we take for granted when we watch a movie, like the background no- music. You know what I mean? Like people don't realize that there's a yeah. that they're hearing like background music there. You know, it's like I watched this U- YouTube video. Some guy was like just showing people what it what it was like to watch a movie. Like watch this scene with the music, and then watch it without the music. It's so much different. <laughs> it's so much different. Like so, that adds to the yeah. So that's what I was saying too. Music helps tells the stories. Without, yeah. So without um. The half, the other half of um, movies is the audio. Mm-hmm. You have bad audio, um, it's not gonna work. Right, like your right. movie will, if you have the best cleanest shots, angles looking all beautiful. Yeah. But the audio is off, or you know, <laughs> not sync, or yeah. you know, you hear. It, yeah, yeah. You're done. The movie, yeah, movie done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same thing with podcasting. That's why I started. <laughs> I started with the mics. Because mm-hmm. I read somewhere that they were like, the number one reason people turn off a podcast is if the sound is terrible. Mm-hmm. And then I heard, so then when we got into doing the video podcasting, they were like, again, I'm like, how do we do the video? And they go like this. They're like, look, the video is not as important as the audio. They go, people will, people will watch a subpar visual podcast if the audio is perfect, See? but they won't watch a podcast with the cleanest 4K footage. And and not and no mics are like terrible. Same sound. same goes yeah, for same, movies. Same same for movies. Oh yeah. Wow. So I learned that. So it's funny because Dre Rocker. Um, oh yeah. He reviewed um, my very first feature film called Fear Level. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He reviewed that a long time ago. Uh huh. Yeah. Him and his homies <laughs> was talking mad shit. But. <laughs> hey. Oh no. Hey, I was no no. See, it, was me. it was it for me yeah, yeah i'm an artist yeah like you know what i'm saying as an artist you got to be able to take criticism and shit yeah, and learn yeah. so i didn't i didn't know anything about film like okay. i i just did it because i i was headstrong and i'm like you know what we're gonna, gonna do make it. a movie yeah we're gonna yeah, make a let's, movie. you know i didn't I, I didn't know what equipment to use no what audio equipment i didn't yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah, so I watched the whole thing like I was laughing like okay, but I was picking up stuff like learning yeah. like okay, yeah. But you know that, what though? That, that the Dre, that's who I call when I need somebody to tell me straight. When I when I need somebody not to lie to me and go and tell me if I'm crazy or not, I call Dre. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I brought that up. I was like, "Bro, send me that that footage." Cuz yeah. he used to have a video. I think he took it down. <laughs> now we cool. But I was like, "No, nah, man, I want that like that." Yeah. That stuff like that is important, but not a lot of people could take criticism, man. It, no, it's and weird, man. Yeah, like, not a lot of people can take it, but I think more than that, <laughs> not a lot of people can give like real, true criticism. Mm-hmm. And it takes a really special relationship for somebody to be like, "Look, I need you to give me your honest opinion. Don't don't bullshit me. Tell me what's up, yeah. right?" And then for somebody to be like, "All right, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like here we go. It's all coming down." Then you yeah, know, yeah, and uh, I. I like that, but that's cool that that uh, you took that feedback and you were like, "All right, I, I okay." Yeah, it's, it's it's good though. Like it's a process. All yeah, this had, is a process. I've had people I've had people tell me the first few episodes of my podcast. They were like, "Oh, this is dumb. You said this too much." Or, and I, and at first you're like, "What the?" F-? And then you go, "Okay, hold on." 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. See, yeah. Okay. Sometimes you got to sit back, man. Like, you got to be an artist and be able to, like, learn and take in, yeah. you know. Like me, yeah, I don't have an ego. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. don't have an ego when it, like, even on set. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, you know, the feel like I'm the man or, you know what I'm saying? You know yeah. how some people yeah. at work, oh, yeah. they feel like they the shit. <laughs> yeah. They probably made 50 cents or a dollar more than you. So yeah. they feel powerful because when they go home, they life shitty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, that's you know true. What I mean, man. like, yeah, I don't absolutely. ever want 100. to feel like I, you know, yeah. Like everybody around me is like fucking equal, and I, I make them feel important. Yeah. yeah, like that's that's me for real, like genuinely. And and that's a team, right? That's yeah. part of that's like, yeah, you know, like. So so if you see how all this is coming together, um, I was always used to being a captain on every football team I was on, and with this film stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a whole team, too. Yeah. See, I'm so, I'm so used to the team atmosphere. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's what, yeah, that, that's what film is. It's, so I, it feels like a family, like like almost like a football team. You yeah. Know, once we, we come together, we um, game plan, yeah. and we, you know, try to execute. Yeah, execute. Yep, execute so, it. So that's the, when the film is finished, um, the execution, man, got to be on point. And everybody's going mean? to look good. What are you going to do for it? Goes, it goes in post for three months. How are you going to roll this out? Is it you gonna, oh, guys going to throw distribution, bro? Like, yeah, you're going to throw. What I'll tell you, you going to have a party? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have a rap party. We're going right, to have cool. a rap party. Um, We're going to try to get distribution because, like I said, man, they're yeah. going to they come chasing us. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is the one. So, all of everything I did, you know, to lead up to this point and, you know, had Dre clowning my first movie and <laughs> you know what I mean? I, and I did other short films like uh-huh. just to get all these awards, just not because uh-huh. I want awards, but just to show our consistency and yeah. what we can do with nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. because you can, because that's how it starts, man. That's so, how it starts. Yeah. So distribution, um, t- tell me more about that. Cause I'm, I, I don't know what that means as far as a movie, like you're going to put it on, like Amazon trying to get it on all these distribution platforms or how are you going to? Oh, that's, well, that's funny because I, I learned how to do distribution myself as well. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I used to always reach out to people and be like, hey, how do you do this or whatever? Oh, yeah. And then people will never give me information. I'm like, oh, okay. That's, it's a competition. Yeah, but, dude, okay, but yeah. that's cool. So I learned how to do it myself. So so I have like a lot of my film projects on Amazon, Amazon Prime, um, Tubi TV, Plex TV, Zumo, um, uh-huh. a lot of different, you know, platforms. That's cool. That's that's what I do myself. Yeah. But like without Gia, oh yeah, that's gonna be like I want to hopefully get a big contract as far as um, get it distributed through a bigger platform. Okay, cool. Yeah. So so all the other projects, yeah, I I basically like get it on platforms myself. Yeah. Pass quality checks and yeah everything they need. Yeah. So that's crazy. Process. So. So, you know, what's so funny is I learn something new every time, but distribution. So it ha- your film has to pass certain quality mm-hmm. checks to like make it onto an Amazon or something like that. Oh, yeah. And or like Netflix. Audio oh, no Amazon. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. If, you got some, if you got a click or a tick in your, they'd be like, oh, it failed because at, at uh, an hour and 10 minutes, there's a pop in, there's a click. click and it's just one audio. click in. Or, oh yeah, you're gonna have to fix that. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's cool though. Like you never. That's like what I'm saying. Like people who you know, I just turn on Netflix and I just assume that all the movies are gonna be good. But it's crazy. Like they sell a product, 
And they're like, you're not gonna, we're not, you're not gonna get that on here if, if you're, you know yeah. what I mean, if, if we can't sell a good product, right? Exactly. Um, that's cool though. Yeah, I like that, man. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> so yeah, some somebody gonna come and um, I already had three meeting, three meetings um for Algae already, and cool. I'm not even finished it. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, cool. When it's finished, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. About this one. That'll be so fun. Yeah. Well, and and when we reached out when when I got with RJ and and he was like introduced, you were already on my radar. I was like, I got it. I interviewed Demar, amazing human being, amazing dope, human being, dope brother, right? There. And uh, and I, you know, Demar, and then and then I'm doing research, and of course he pops up on Englewood Films, and of course JD comes up, and I'm like, dude, I got to get that. And then RJ reaches out for some NFT stuff, and uh, I'm not like I love NFTs, I love that whole space, but like. He reached out. We we hopped on a call, and and then he put us together. And I was like, "This is a sign. This is just we need to get it done." <laughs> yep, let's I was like do we it. just need to do it. And then uh, and then it's just you, I love that we have been talking about just how things happen because like it's so funny. Right before you introduced, like right before RJ said that, um, or excuse me, RJ said that, and then we couldn't fit the timing together. And then right before you reached out to me the second time, um, we had we had missed each other, or whatever. In between that, Ben and I were like, we need to do a podcast just on the road. We just need to go. <laughs> we need to go somewhere. We need to do this kind of fun stuff. And uh, then, then we, we connected again. And I was like, I'll just come to you, man. Let's just go. That's dope. <laughs> so this, hey, this is the done. first. This is the first. The first traveling podcast. Right yeah, here. that's right. Yes, uh, but because uh, we, <laughs> we just had, it, it's just been fun. So, so you got a lot of things coming, coming down the pipe. Hey, I'm curious. Um, your, your wife owns, started this business. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what made her start this business? She's she always been an entrepreneur or I don't want to uh, make this all no, about her, no, but I'm no, just no. curious. Yeah. No, man. I love my wife. She's so dope. Um, so she was adopted. Okay. Yeah. So, um, from that, she, she like love kids and she always, she's, she's a nurturer, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, she just love helping like kids and families and basically that that's how i came about she's just a mm -hmm. amazing human being to me and the crazy part is she has the same mindset as me <laughs> and so yeah her you drive guys are on is, sync and bro, yeah, yeah that, that's her, special yeah her drive is crazy and she inspires me and um i better inspire her <laughs> um yeah so she yeah she started that's cool. this you know with you know with a dream you yeah. know what i'm saying and it came to what it is now and then that's Stoke. cool. Yeah. Man. So we, yeah, we have one group home already with, um, Whoa, cool. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, cool. man, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's what I'm saying. It's like it, it's not about, yeah, it's not about us. Like even yeah. what I'm doing with film is not about me. It's, it's about yeah. so many more people. Yeah. And what my wife doing, man, you know how much stress is off, you know, the family shoulders, you know, yeah. at their kid, you know, that's, you know, low functioning, you know, gets the, go outside the house for, you know, eight hours and give the family a break, give them a chance to, you know what I'm saying? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, yeah, yeah you know, man. it's people need it. Like we're, we're humans, man. We just exactly. need, we need to be able to, and, and everybody grows differently. And so families are just so, you know, diverse and unique in the sense that like, it's okay to have like a, a wait time from your family. Right? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So that, that's cool. I like that. Wow, man. You got to really, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on, like truly and, and sharing these stories. I'm always, I'm always like extremely humbled because that's what I, that's what I wanted to do with this. I wanted to, this to be like, you know, the whole podcast. I, I, my, I know I had a good podcast when, when someone says like, 
good questions or when they're like, I shared something I never shared before. I, I, I shed some new light because uh, it's just very humbling for me. And it just always is a reminder for me, like, you know, everybody, we're all just like trying to do our best and move forward, mm-hmm. you know? And like, Oh yeah. It, these, this podcast helps me with my empathy. Like, all right, <laughs> we're just, you know, there it is. There's amazing people out there and we just need to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely, <clears throat> man. There it is. Um, some people that, like just, you know, don't have that. Yeah. And it's sad and just that, because yeah. it's like, dude, we're all humans. We're all, we're all in this together. We all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're all into, in this together, like and, for real. And what's funny is like, <laughs> I learned my life changed when I realized like we, everybody has like a big bag of shit that they're carrying. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we all have problems. We all have our past and everything like that. And if we just like, and, and I listened to a song once that said like, if we all threw our, it's, uh, Kalohe, Kalohe Kai, Kalohe Kai, whatever. I don't, he's a Hawaiian reggae guy. But he's like, if we all threw our problems in a, in a pile, like if everybody got together and threw them all, like, would you take someone else's or would you take, would you take back what you had? Hmm. And I was like, yeah, wow. dude, I, I don't know. But wow. it's something cool to think about. Like, I probably would just take, you know what I mean? And, and we would all just love each other, like seeing everything there. And then we just take ours back and we would help each other wow. out. <laughs> See, that's dope. So, that's the meaning behind the shoebox because oh, the cool. shoebox, you have all these problems and issues, and when you're in the military, you have to keep it. Yeah, in a box. In, in your shoebox. Yeah. You don't open that shit. Oh and dang. So that's, yeah. <laughs> well, so but you never get, is. and that's the thing, is right. Like I then I love that that movie because then, if everybody saw what everybody was dealing with, mm. wouldn't the world change a little bit more? I I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope Some so too. People, man, they, <laughs> I know. I told Something you earlier. I'm like, I mean, I meet amazing human beings like yourself and Demar and people on your team, and I go, "This is humanity." Like, I'm, I'm, we're okay. And then I hear stories, and I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying, like, even the people you know that was passing by and called me, you know, niggers or whatever, or we don't want want your kind out here. Jeez. Maybe they learned something. You know what I'm saying? Back then, maybe they were going through something too. And, you know, maybe that's hard happened though, to them. Yeah. I know. You know what I mean? But yeah. like. That's on them. Like they got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not excusable, but you understand. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they got to figure it out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. I'll just like, psh, yeah, you know? keep moving and yeah, because keep growing. It's, it's not like you're going to say it to my face. You're going to be in the car and drive away and say it. You know what I mean? So that's like, psh, well, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So yeah, yeah it fair. was always driving away. Never in my, no. Oh, no. But um, yeah, man, oh, everybody no. got their little demons. Yeah. Whatever they are, you know, yeah, little absolutely. or big. So, jeez, man. Well, hey, <laughs> I appreciate your time, man. On a Friday night to, to to come here and share your story. Where can everybody go to to find Algia? Where can they go to find Inglewood Films? Uh, promote everything you got going on, bro. Man, www.theinglewoodfilms.com. Check out all our film projects. Um, everything we got Algia, God of Pain. We have the Shoebox out on Tubi. We have Saya out on Tubi and Plex TV. Um, we have Fear Level on Amazon, Implicit Invitation. That should be on Tubi TV soon. So, bam, it was on Amazon. But yeah, check that out, out on Tubi. Um, right. We have Ultimate Sacrifice, um, directed by Chappelle Griggs, coming. Um, we have Average John coming. Um, we have a lot of projects. Whew, yeah. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Well, thank you Look so much. Danger, baby. Look yeah. Danger. <laughs> that's awesome, bro. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.